This is Sunbird Sound Off, presented by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frousey. Whether it's home, auto, renters, or business, for the insurance that best fits your needs, call Sheila Frousey at 559 221 5160. Let's go, Davis. Stay up to date with the Sunbirds at fpuathletics.com and on social media at FPU Sunbirds. It's time to back the birds. The winter sports season almost comes to a close with Basketball Senior Day celebrating a couple of wins on Saturday. And then spring sports mostly moved around, but a new champion on the FPU campus. Welcome to the Sunbird Sound Off. I'm Tim Slack, the Director of Athletic Communications for Fresno Pacific Athletics. And as always, the Sunbird Sound Off is brought to you by Sheila Camps Frousey, a women's basketball alum and farmer's insurance agent. Sheila's the local insurance agent that you can trust. Going beyond the basics, Sheila can help identify the insurance coverage that best fits your needs while providing service that exceeds your expectations. Give her a call and let her be part of your team at 559-221-5160. Sheila Camps Frousing, the farmer's insurance agent you can trust. Well, a spectacular weekend on the FPU campus this past weekend, despite the rain-canceling track, tennis, and a baseball road trip, the Sunbirds certainly showcase their talents this weekend, and it started at the Chico Multi-Event Classic up at Chico State. The track team for Fresno Pacific sent one representative, Brianna Green, a transfer, did fantastic in the heptathlon. She won it in her first ever event, 4,310 points, and she won every single running event this week. Won the 100-meter hurdles uh, with a time of 15.24. Won the 200-meter sprint at 25 seconds, just a little over. And then the 800 meters to close out the event, 2 minutes, 27 seconds. Uh, a fantastic showing. She also won the javelin with a mark of 30.39 meters. Brianna Green, the heptathlon winner in her first hep for FPU at Chico State. And she was the only member of the track and field squad that was in action as she competed Thursday and Friday. But the uh, rest of the Sunbirds were rained out. They were supposed to head down for the Rossi Relays in Southern California. And that event was uh, precluded because of some anticipated weather. So nobody left for that, just like there were supposed to be a couple of women's tennis matches here at the Hack Tennis Complex in Fresno, and those did not happen either. And then also earlier in the week, the Fresno Pacific baseball team was supposed to open up at Point Loma. They did not participate or play as well uh, as they were uh, rained out early in the week. And so still waiting on when those baseball games will be rescheduled. Track will not go to the Rossi Relays when they're rescheduled. They're already booked up for the whole spring, and they've had a, a busy, decorated uh, start to the season already. And so their schedule pretty much set. And then women's tennis, be sure to check check out fpuathletics.com as uh, those events get moved around. But there were some teams in action. And believe it or not, outside there was a Fresno Pacific team in action. And that was the women's water polo team uh, that went down to Thousand Oaks for the Tina Finale Invitational. And the Sunbirds have started to find a formula that works for them, and that's score early and play tenacious defense. They jumped out in front of Cal Lutheran, the host for that tournament, the very first game. They ended up winning 13-6. to Tana Benson had six goals uh, in the next contest against Fred, uh, of Cal State Fullerton, uh, but they were pretty dominant. Uh, on the first day, they went 13-6 to in Game 1 over Cal Lutheran. Then they won 9-7. They actually had an 8-1 lead and held on against the Titans 
uh, for a good win and kind of a revenge win in that one. Then they turned around on Saturday. Benson continued to score, uh, but they got some help uh, outside of Tatum Benson as well. Emily Lopez Ibarra scored three times, including the first one, as they duplicated that early success. Uh, they ended up winning 16-4 to over Occidental. Uh, and then they just kind of ran out of gas at the, the end of the weekend. It was a strong start. University of Toronto was the final uh, opponent for the weekend. They fell 6-9 to nine, uh, and end the tournament at 3-1 and one on the weekend. And so some good action, good wins for the team. They're now 6-9 and nine overall. They're going to be at Laverne this weekend for four games. They're going to see Laverne, University of Pacific, Grove City, and Villanova. So some tough tests uh, before they get into WWPA play against Cal State Monterey Bay on March 11th. Uh, still, the, the next home game for them, we'll tell you about it a little bit later, but that's on March 13th against Virginia Military Institute. Also in action this week, the basketball teams closed their season. The men's basketball team fell to Academy of Art on Thursday night. Sunbirds are dropping that one 103-69, but they bounce back and they end the season with a nice win uh, over Holy Names, 84-76. to They got some good performances from their seniors. Darren Person Jr., 18 points, 8 rebounds in his final game as a Sunbird. And then the, the winningest duo in FPU history, Nate Kendricks and Spencer Heimerdinger, also contributing uh, with Kendricks finishing with 12 points and 5 boards. Heimerdinger also had 5 rebounds. He also had a couple of blocks uh, and a couple of assists as he finishes out his time. Seven seniors in all, they... Five of them made the start. Uh, Alejandro Mendibles came off the bench, uh, played some time, and then the, the only senior who did not play, Michael Minza, who missed the end of the year due to injury. But uh, certainly a great way to send the, the Sunbirds out. Uh, you can go watch that stream. The link posted on the FPU men's basketball schedule and get some thoughts from C.J. Haydock both before and after the game. Uh, get an idea of what he was telling his team and, and all the things that uh, he spoke so highly of his group uh, as the season uh, ended for FPU on Saturday. And just a chapter of two guys, Person and Kendricks, who had played uh, for a long time for, for C.J. Haydock and Nate McClurg, and then Spencer Heimerdinger, who's also been in the program for five years. And so just a, a sweet end to uh, a chapter in their lives and, and in the, the history of the Fresno Pacific men's basketball program. The women's basketball team also closed their season and closed a, a chapter that was significant in their history. They did it with a couple of wins. They beat Academy of Art on Thursday, 72-63 to 63, uh, in Belmont, and then they turned around and beat Holy Names on Saturday. That one was a fun one. They both were fun, uh, but the Sunbirds playing Holy Names, who was playing their final game of their existence. Holy Names, uh, not going to be an institution after this year, so the final year of athletics, and they came out guns a-blazing. They put up 26 points in the first quarter, but the Sunbirds rallied and kept it within six at the end of the first, and then the middle quarters, FPU just absolutely dominated, uh, outscoring Holy Names 50-15 to in the second and third quarters and end up cruising to a 90-63 to win. All four seniors had fantastic games uh, in their final game together. Sarah Lundquist led the way with a double-double, 21 points, 13 rebounds. Rachel Berry had a classic Rachel Berry performance, 16 points, 8 rebounds, also had 6 assists. Lindsay Moody with 12 points and 6 rebounds, career highs in her final game as a Sunbird. And then Felicia Dorva, hit the, the final shot, the final three final points for FPU in the season. She finished with nine points, had uh, three assists, and a, a rebound as well. So the Sunbirds got to send their seniors off on a high note. They've won 10 of 12 to close the year, and they finished the season 14 and 13 overall, 9 and 11 in conference, just two games back of that final playoff spot uh, that was kind of sealed up this week. But a uh, terrific end to the season. So we're going to talk to head coach Tim Beauregard today. That's going to be a majority of what we do. Uh, just get his thoughts 
on the impact that those four had on the program, not just this year, but the, the history of it, and get some ideas on how FPU is going to move forward and, and what the women's basketball team is going to look like in the future. So hope you stick around for that. And uh, we'll also get you up to date with what's going on uh, on the menu this week presented by Pacific Fried Chicken. That and more on the Sunbird Sound Off. Graphics Fresno, the success of your business is your biggest priority and ours as well. Alpha Graphics Fresno is a locally owned creative company offering custom print, design, signs, and marketing solutions. Almost anything that's awesome. We truly care about product quality, customer satisfaction, and establishing long-term partnerships with our clients. Visit us at 3950 North Chestnut Diagonal Suite 107 or give us a call today at 559-476-2900. Connect with Alpha Graphics and be awesome. Every team needs a player that can be trusted to go beyond the box score. When it comes to insurance, you need an agent that you can trust with life, health, and business insurance, as well as home and auto. Sheila Frowsing, a member of the Sunbird family, a women's basketball alum, and farmer's insurance agent, is that person to put your trust in. Sheila specializes in all of your insurance needs, going beyond the basics and providing service that will exceed your expectations. Farmer's insurance agent, Sheila Frowsing, 559-221-5160. Welcome back to the Sunbird Sound Off, brought to you by... Women's basketball alumni, Sheila Frowsy. Whatever your insurance needs are, give her a call. Farmers Insurance Agent, Sheila Frowsy, 559-221-5160. And so a women's basketball alum sponsoring the Sunbird Sound Off, partnering with the Sunbird Sound Off and the Sunbird Athletic Department. That gives us more than enough reason to talk Fresno Pacific women's basketball. And I'm joined by head coach Tim Beauregard, to do just that, talk about the winning season, 14-13 and 13 overall, uh, but a lot more wins that we want to get into today. So we're going to talk a, a little basketball, a little life, um, and, and just kind of the state of the, the Fresno Pacific basketball program. Uh, we're recording this on Monday, just a, a kind of a little heads up there, because it's Santino Reynolds' birthday it today. Bucatino. What, what do we do to celebrate him? Uh... Brought him a gift, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get a chance to connect and and do some dinners and and whatnot. Him and I kind of he's a multiple dinner kind of guy, right? Yeah, he he's got he's got so many people that love him and yeah. want to spend time with him and 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 pour into him a little bit. He does that for everybody every single day, and so uh, the opportunity for us to all love on him a little bit is is good for us to be able to do and reciprocate that that he does every single day. He got out on the golf course yesterday, I heard. I'm probably sharing too much, but uh, yeah. do you think he played well? I think we can just speculate. Yeah, he played well, but knowing him, he's probably his mind is like already in film and into the year meetings and how we can get better. And so it's 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 so nice to have a, a partner in that 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 cares as much about this program on a daily basis that even when season ends, uh, the 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 mind the process of of how we're going to get better doesn't end for him for sure. It care yeah he cares. I think one thing we we excluded uh, because of space on the the tweet this morning was he's just a, a funny guy, a guy who brings great energy around the yeah. program, and that's something we're going to talk about a little bit. Um, but but great value there, and and just a great dude. So happy birthday, Tino. Uh, hope you're listening to this on your drive in, and we made you smile a couple of times. Uh, finished the season 10-2. Season is complete. Uh, final 12 games. It's Every season's a journey. And, and before we dive too far into it, um, you know, marinating on it for a couple of days, what's your overall takeaway uh, when, when you look back at the 22-23 the season? Haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm quite there. Uh, maybe next week, spring break. There'll be a day or two right now. I just wrote out my to-do list on my <laughs> on my board in my office, and I got my yeah, maybe twenty-five, thirty deep of things that I've got to kind of shovel through. Um, some things that have been on the back burner, some pressing items that that have to take place. Obviously, uh, be out and, and watching a, a little bit recruiting of the the local high school playoff scene and some junior college playoff scene. We've already been out. 
Um, and so, yeah, sometime next week, maybe the week after, I'll, I'll have a day or two where I'll kind of uh, reflect. Right now, it's just uh, kind of get through that to-do list and, and figure out how we can be a little bit better um, in, in a multitude of areas. But but also, uh, yeah, there's, there's logistical things that as the season goes on kind of get pushed off to the side. So my my desk has got a, a, a pile of work for me. Life <laughs> things too, right? Like doctor's appointments missed and yeah, solar's going time. on the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I mean, just the simple things of like this week, I will drop off my daughter at school and pick her up every day. Nice. Right. So just like it's there, it, it's definitely easier to do that now. That hasn't been possible. Uh, I won't have to say goodnight to my daughter via FaceTime any days this week, and so. Little things like that. I did some raking yesterday. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, there you so, go. <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Yeah. The normal life uh, resumes, or or it doesn't ever stop. It just you get to pick up and be a part of it Correct. again. Um, one of the things I remember talking in in the fall, like November, December, even so early winter, of you know there was just this anticipation of when the snowball got rolling and and things started rolling um, that you you knew how good this team was. Um, and so taking it at surface level a little bit, we saw that, right? Like you win 10 of your last 12, uh, some really dominant performances. I kind of wondered uh, on the broadcast on, on Saturday a little bit, I was just feeling like, you know, and the, the, everybody plays the schedule, but you just happened to draw all the teams that made the PacWest tournament before the snowball got rolling. Sure. Um, once you, you saw that confidence, how, how much do you feel like that could have helped you if you had grabbed that confidence early, um, earlier in the season and, and maybe pushed over the top and maybe we're talking about a trip to Hawaii? Do you feel like that could have done anything or do you feel like it just really took getting to that point where the confidence came in to see everybody play at their full potential? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to be a little bit cautious. Uh, the revisionist history sure. can be a slippery slope, right? If this would have went our way. I mean, we had seven games in that first stretch that were single possession games in the last couple of minutes. And so, uh, and, and in most of those, we got the shot that we wanted and missed it. And then they got the shot they wanted it and made it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's, a, it's a slippery slope to kind of go there, um, you know, Speaking of Tino and his birthday, he was the one who kind of came up with the snowball analogy when we were kind of in the thick of it. And so we always felt like we were um, a game away, a game going our way to to get that ball rolling. And so it wasn't a surprise to us to finish the season the way that we did. Uh, we'd certainly like to go back and, you know, have a couple of those games go in our direction and see how that could have played out a little bit differently. But um, I think all in all, things happen for a reason. I've always been a firm believer in that. And I think uh, the success that we had that I know you and I were talking before this that doesn't always equate to wins and losses are still the successes that we had this year. Um, and we had a lot of those off the court, and, and it was nice to get a lot of those on the court to finish. Well, and that's kind of my point. I, I understand. I'm not trying to, to revise anything or say what it could have, should have. But I, I think you look at most teams, and they go through the, the stretch heading into Christmas that you guys went through. And I, and I, I don't think this can be understated enough. I mean, you were out ill. Uh, a couple other players missed time due to injury or illness or, or other stuff. And, yeah. and I think we'll kind of – talk about some of that or refer to it in, in some cases, but that breaks a lot of teams. Sure. And, and I think the point that you talk about some of the, the wins that people don't count in the actual W column is that not only did this team not break, but because of the culture, because there was no infighting or bickering or finger yeah. pointing, you guys really responded and it was really fun to watch and be a part of the last couple of months. Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's number one for us in recruiting is to just recruit good people. And um, that's been a priority for us for years. And when you look at our group, we find a lot of solace walking into a locker room, even after a loss, that it's still just a bunch of good people that care about the right things every single day. And I remember walking in after one of the kind of gut punch losses at the beginning of the season and you know, everybody deals with losses a little bit different. We talk about that with our team and respecting each person's space and time that they need after a loss. And I just remember walking in and 
you know, getting everybody's eye contact and just saying, I am not afraid to be 0 and 3 with you guys or 0 and 4, whatever it was. I am not afraid. I've been afraid in other, with other teams. I am not afraid with you guys at all. And there was just no flinch throughout that whole stretch. And I think that's just what happens when you have really good people who care about the right things every single day. And that's, that's why we recruit the way that we do. That's why that's the most important thing is I couldn't do this if it wasn't a bunch of great people that inspire me every single day, that lead me every single day. And so when you go through a, a tough streak with a bunch of really tough teams, as you, as you mentioned, to start season and you go through a little tough streak, uh, that's what we lean into is that we all really enjoy each other's company and, and that we, we know we were having huge wins they just weren't happening in the wins and loss column. And at this level of athletics, uh, you have to really insulate yourself, your culture, and your program. You know, we talk about our inner circle and our inner inner circle, right? Mm-hmm. Inner circle is us coaches and our staff uh, and our team. And the inner inner circle is just the team. Mm-hmm. You know, no coaches in the locker room. That inner inner circle has to be healthy. That's, that's every team. That's the most important. And, and I always just knew. You put, you put our team into a room after a win, after a loss, didn't matter. They cared about the right thing. They were selfless. They cared about each other. Um, they wanted to get better, and, uh, but they weren't going to do it. They weren't going to cut any corners with relationships and being good people. And so when you have that, it, it's just a lot easier to go about the day and, and figure out how to get better every single day, wins or losses. Can you explain that a little bit when you talk about the inner inner circle? Because I think that's something really unique that I watched of. It, it is, and not to give lame cliche analogies, but it, it's almost like the the layers of an onion, right? Yeah. Of of leadership and the the amount of group. And you had some great leaders, right? Rachel Berry's been such a, a stalwart of this program. She's a senior. Uh, Felicia Dorva and and Sadalunquist, we celebrated them on Saturday yeah. as well. Probably don't talk enough, even though she came on the podcast last week, Lindsay Moody, sure. and, and what she is uh, to this group. Uh, but but you look at a lot of different people, and, and you talk a lot of the times about it's not just one leader. It's everybody being able to speak into the sure. chemistry of the team and how that balances out and, and kind of uh, allows you guys to find your equilibrium, so to speak, uh, when, when things aren't always going right on the court. Yeah, well, first off, this is something that's just we're, we're constantly saying and I think is bought in on our team is that you don't have to see eye to eye to walk hand in hand. Right. Like we're, there's no expectation that we're going to put 16 or 18 young women on a team and everybody's going to be best friends and it's going to be rainbows and butterflies every day, right? Like there needs to be conflict, right? There needs to be uh, some arguments. There needs to be some confrontation. There needs to be a competitiveness in practice where it gets chippy at times. Some of those are my favorite practices. I'm grinning when those practices are like that. And so, but, but at the end of the day, you still have to walk hand in hand. We're walking towards the same place. Or, or another analogy we use is like everybody's got to have their hand on the steering wheel and steering the bus in the right direction. If we're pulling in different directions, it's going to be really, really tough. And, and I think it's, it's a lot easier for me over the years to uh, really sell them. And, and some of them have to be sold on this, and some of them start day one with understanding that they have incredible leadership skills and they have incredible things to offer in, in a multitude of areas as leaders for our program. There's nobody in our program that, that doesn't have to lead in certain areas. And so figuring out what area is your strength to lead in is very important for us because nobody gets to sit that out. Nobody gets to have a hand off the steering wheel. Um, that won't work in our program. And so how do we grow young, young women in their leadership roles uh, to, to encourage their strengths, but also to challenge their weaknesses and how they can get better? And, and I think that that's, that's something that's evident, you know, day one when you get into, you know, become a part of our program. You know, we have five, six new recruits coming in next year, and, and that's going to be right away. What are your leadership qualities and where are you going to be expected to lead day one for our program? You don't get to sit that out. And you mentioned, you know, our senior group, uh, all of them have incredible leadership skills, but none of them have the exact same leadership skills, right? 
And so we need that. And that's what creates a healthy, vibrant uh, culture, right? That overused word and misunderstood yeah. word. Like we have a family atmosphere. Our culture is this. And you need to see that, feel that, and hear that daily. And if you don't give your players the opportunity to lead through the difficult times, through the good times, and to have a voice in all of the areas of the program, um, at least for me, I would feel fraudulent, mm -hmm. right? My most authentic version of my leadership is to empower and, and to, to sometimes sit out and, and let them deal with it and, and deal with the conflict and deal with the ups and the downs and, and watch them navigate through that because those are the things that'll stick with them for you know the rest of their lives, the pillars that they create in those areas. So sorry, you got me on a tangent there. <laughs> no, that's perfect. And, and I think that that's something, you know, we've talked about that, right? Everybody says culture, everybody says family. And, and so when you have a million families in the, the scope of college basketball or just basketball yeah. in general, right? They're not all the same. They're not all authentic. And, and sometimes they're just not all healthy. And I, I think that... That is a stark contrast, um, and, and you know it can show up as much as we're, we're talking about. It doesn't always show up in wins and losses. I think it, it does show up in adversity, yeah. and and when you guys have had that adversity this year, I think that's something we've talked about a lot. Of that's where those qualities showed up at their best. We want to keep talking about this. We're going to talk about the seniors a little bit more as well. We're going to take a quick break and uh, continue on the Sunbird Sound Off presented by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frousing. We'll come back with Tim Beauregard talking women's basketball on Sunbird Sound. Shout out, Sheila. Hello, I'm Joe Haydock, license number 02013076. My wife, Cynthia, and I own and operate Haydock Real Estate. Hi, I'm Cynthia Haydock, license number 01358518. Haydock Real Estate protects your interests by handling your transaction with competence and kindness. We invite you to call us at 559-392-5283 to learn how our thoughtful approach can help you sell or buy your next home. Call Haydock Real Estate today at 559-392-5283. Executive Auto Detailing has over 30 years in business around Fresno, the complete automotive detailing and restoration place. They're ready to exceed your high standards when polishing, waxing, engine steam cleaning, or shampooing your car. Family owned and operated with over 15 professional detailed technicians to meet your car's every need. Executive Auto Detailing is ready to serve you, so head to executiveautocenter.com or call 559-222-9987. If you belong to a Mennonite Brethren, Mennonite, Brethren in Christ, or other Anabaptist church and are looking for home or auto insurance, look no further than Mennonite Insurance. We insure our members' homes, churches, and our commitment is to provide you with competitively priced superior insurance products with the highest quality service. Instant, no obligation homeowner's estimate is available to you in 15 seconds at MennoniteInsurance.com. Welcome back to the Sunbird Sound Off. Winter is trying to end, not outside, but uh, winter sports coming to a close. Sunbird Sound Off brought to you by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frousing. Give her a call, 559-221-5160. Some strong winds. You want to make sure you're insured properly. Uh, you saw trees getting uprooted and stuff, so make sure your insurance uh, is a team that you can count on. And Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frousing knows everything about that women's basketball alum. Give her a call, 559-221-5160. Talking about teams, talking about women's basketball as we continue with head coach Tim Beauregard. Uh, we were talking about culture, and we were talking about when things go wrong mm. uh, and you know when, when you can't control some of the, the stuff that, that happens. You can't control the schedule. You can't control uh, injuries and illnesses. Mm. Um, but why? 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 When you have that point, I talked about, I've seen many teams crumble when they go through a stretch that's, sure. that's a, a, a fraction of what you guys went through this year. Why do you think you guys held together? It's a good question. I think it's a myriad of, of different things. Uh, I could touch back on just the quality of people that we choose to uh, have in our program. 
I think one of the things that is always important to me is to seek those who seek the truth and be cautious of those who say they've found it. And so uh, that's a, a sentiment that we, we share with our team. Uh, and, and I think the way that that kind of is seen with our culture is not too high, not too low, and being very process-oriented. Whether it's a big win for us or a tough loss, the process doesn't change. We still want to seek the truth and try to be a better version of ourselves from that. And so it's a double-edged sword, right? You have a big win, and that night we're right on to how we can be better, breaking down the film, things, areas of that game that, that got away from us and how we can be a better version of ourselves the next day. But also works in your advantage when you have some difficulties and maybe a tough loss that it 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 has the same cadence right we finish that game we're on to the next how can we be better um and because of the people that we have in our program and, and the staff that i have it, it still is with love right we try to lead with love throughout that and and i think that when you just have a bunch of like-minded people that understand that Every day, regardless of the outcome of a basketball game, we're going to try to chase a better version of ourselves uh, on and off the court. I, I think it leads itself to kind of a culture that is, you know, relentlessly pursuing excellence. And, and, and there's some slippery slopes there that, that you can go down. But I think uh, being together and knowing that we're better together and pursuing a better version um, of ourselves and our team every day kind of keeps keeps you moving, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you feel like you're crawling. Sometimes you feel like you're sprinting, but by the grace of God, we're going to move forward every single day. And I mm -hmm. think that's just kind of part of what we try to instill in, in, into our team. Yeah. And I, I think you, I love what you said there, like-minded people, but we talked earlier about how they each have completely different skill sets and lead in different areas sure. like that. That makes that uniqueness, but you're, you're still on the same page. Yeah when things go wrong and you think about i mean I think about to the the your team that that helped me out with some of the communication stuff i mean mason ricks jenna kurz right like polar opposites sure. but you use them and they're they're still on the same page yeah. in in the way that they go about their business is just a, a different kind of uh skill set sure and they're both challenged to be leaders, right? Like there's not, hey, Mason, you're a vocal, competitive, you be the leader, and Jenna, you're a little bit more quiet, so you don't. There's, there's never that, right? Like Jenna has to lead in other areas because she's such a calming presence for her teammates. Uh, and, and everyone she yes, touches. Yes, yeah. and, and everybody wants her to be successful, and she wants everybody to be successful. It's very easy to link up with her and want to be teammates with her, and she brings such a great energy when she's around. And, you know, if you're walking into a – uh, a fight or a basketball game, you want Mason Ricks <laughs> next to you, yeah. right? So, like, there's there's different qualities um, and everybody. Or you, you know? just need to get clean and get on track and get organized. She's great for that. That's too. right. Yeah. Any, anything, yeah. 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 No, and I and I think that that's just one example. We're not going to go through all of sure. them, but I, I think that's just one example of they play the same position and and yet the way they approach it and attack it yeah. is completely different and then that's the same as what you're talking about in terms of the leadership and and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think like situational leadership is so huge, right? So like if you're uh e even, you know, me as as the head coach of the program, uh situationally I have to tap into different parts of my leadership skills. Every person needs a little little something different. So one of the things that like you'll hear is like a freshman or a new player coming in is you're not going to get coached the same way as player X or player B. Like they need something different from us and they need something different from you mm -hmm. as a teammate. So it's not just this is what I do, but also this is what I do and I also need to tap into this or tap into that, or I need to be a little bit better. I need to grow in this area, right? So there's like a, a situational leadership approach of you have to wear different hats. And even our players aren't just, you know, expected to, hey, you're good at this, just do this. It's let's get you great at these three things that you can lead in different areas. And let's challenge you a little bit in this area that you can grow. And, and it's fun to see that, like, that process play out over four years or six years with Rachel yeah, Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Senior Day a little bit. I, I think, you know, it was, it was pretty emotionally charged. I've only been here for a year. But I think feeling the love and the, the partnership and the unity of this team, 
Um, Rachel's a great example. You made the the comment um, that that we posted out there on social media about when you thought you were getting her for four years, you were super excited when the blessing lasted for six years, sure. right? And and wish that it could be another six years. Um, but her journey, right? Like a lot of times, and at the pro level, people who get injured talk a lot about. Uh, they feel isolated from the team. Yeah. I don't think that was ever the case with Rachel, right? Like she has been a part of sure. every group that's come in and every team that she's been a part of, even while dealing with her own challenges of just staying on the court um, and some just, you know, freak, serious sure. act, in, injuries. What what about her? And I know it's going to be tough to summarize, yeah. but what about her um, is so unique that stands out, and and where do you feel like you're going to feel the reverberations yeah. of her impact for years to come? Yeah, there's so many things, like you said, right? But like to summarize, when I think about Rachel and her six years, it always comes to her love of the game. Yeah, like she loves basketball so much, and. And, and some of the other things that are not real fun, right? Like coming back from so many surgeries and and uh, and those types of things, those those trials and tribulations that she had time and time again. Really, the last two or three, she could have hung it up and nobody would have said a single thing, right? Like, hey, great career, cut a little bit short by injuries. She came back every single time because she loves basketball. Like her pure love for the game is something you just don't find. Right, like because you fall in and out of love with basketball throughout sure. a season, every yeah. season. There's yeah. nobody that really stays in love with it every single day, right? Like there might be a week that you really don't like it at all, right? But but when you're when it's a passion of yours, you show up for it still, right? You're consistent and you're you're willing to go through the lows because you know you're about to catch another wave, right? Like there no emotion any more than a wave can long retain its individual form sorry another quote Oof. but but that's one that we we talk a lot with our team because sometimes you just feel like the wave is beating you up right but if you don't have love mm. for it you're just going to you're you're done well, you you know you you have to have that like that passion and that love to know that you're going to catch the next wave that comes and and Rachel was just like always about the next wave because she loved it so much she was willing to get beat up because she knew that that next wave was coming. And, and this year was so fun. Like the biggest conversations that we had last summer as she was trying to make a decision on coming back was changing her mentality a little bit to enjoy everything, the ups and the downs. And I was so impressed this year. We could be down 10 or 15 and she was in the huddle going, hey, we got this. Let's mm -hmm. go. Because I think she really looked at it as I love something. It's never going to be the same. She might go on and coach and have a fabulous career. I'm sure she will. Um, but as a player, it's just different. Mm -hmm. And she grasped that this year with everything she had, and she squeezed the love for the game all year. And I was just super impressed with her mentality going into this season. Your, your wave analogy might be a little too literal based yeah. on some, some yes. trips that you yeah. guys had this wave year. Wave almost took out uh, Anissa this year. So, <laughs> and, and you guys were just up taking the pictures. It's yeah. all good. Uh, no, just kidding. Uh, a little too much inside humor for that. Uh, talking about other seniors though, too, it, you know, that that's, one of the, we're talking about how unique to each people, and I think that's something that Rachel just stands out, you know, above the rest. Just how much she loves basketball and how much she loves this program. Um, Fella and, and Sara, we always loop them together because uh, they came over together, both from Sweden, both from the same town in Sweden, right? Yep. Um, but their their passion is is equal. It. it I think the the thing that has stood out to me um, in watching them this year is their relentlessness. I, I mean, I know that you could probably speak more to that a little bit, but the way that there are times this year where it might be a bad shooting night, it might be a frustrating game, and then the next game they're back and they're they're pushing, they're leading yeah. the charge. Um, how, how do you kind of see that and see that? sort of effort or quality that, that they brought together. Yeah, and you know what? I would throw Lindsay in there with it because the three of them were actually really good friends when we started to recruit them. So it was like, uh, hey, I got a place for all three of you. <laughs> <laughs> so that was such a big process, right? They, were, they knew each other. Lindsay had already been to Sweden and visited them, and they played on the same AAU team. And 
um, family, friends, and all those different things. And so we were we were so blessed by by those three saying yes to us. Uh, they're all three very different, um, but I I would say that you know the the showing up every single day with their consistency with what whatever they are uh, expected to bring as leaders for our team was so impressive this year. Uh, you know, I've said it before, uh, Lindsay does so much for our program uh, and behind closed doors and leadership and making sure that everybody is, is moving in the right direction and is a voice and um, is very, very smart, uh, high basketball IQ so she can speak into, you know, before we get in at halftime, she's already leading a discussion of, of ways that we can get better. That was her role for the last couple of years. Um, she grabbed a stat sheet before we even walked in, and she's going through the stats with the team, and um, so invaluable to us in so many different ways. And then Sada and, and Felicia are just competitors, right? They've been competing at a high level. Basketball means a lot to their families. Uh, Loon Sweden and both of them coming in, and and they wanted to come somewhere where they can compete. Um, I think that the draw for them was also coming somewhere that was a really healthy place to be. If you're going to be this far away from your family, uh, basketball can't be everything, right? Because like we said in, in, in the last little conversation is that like you'll fall out of love with basketball. It won't go your way or you'll tweak an ankle and be out for two weeks. And if you look around and don't have other things that bring you joy um, and people who, who help keep you steady in those times, then you're going to struggle. And so I think for Fella and Sada both, they saw that in our program that they could come and be a part of consistency on a daily basis, no matter how it was going basketball-wise, that they were going to be loved and they were going to be challenged and held accountable. Um, what's been great about those two specifically and, and Lindsay is that they did that for so many people this year, mm. right? So that was done for them. That was what drew them to the program. But then you go full circle and you become seniors and you, you're the person who's giving consistency and a steadiness and a love to the freshmen, the sophomores that might be struggling while also still getting that back and, and, and in your leadership roles that, that you can be served a little bit as well. And so just a really impressive job by, by those three of never wavering. Yeah. They never, not once, all four of our seniors never once took their hand off the steering wheel. Mm. In fact, they took ownership, accountability, right? Challenged their teammates, challenged themselves, and and never stopped doing the work that this season required for us to finish the way we did. Yeah. So well, yeah. and and I think then fitting when you talk about all that, to all four seniors had just a, a great statistical game, yeah. great impactful game. Um, Lindsey Moody career high twelve points. Sadlunquist finishes with a double double. Rachel had a classic Rachel Berry sure. game, 16 points to eight rebounds. And then Fella hits the, the last three, right? The, yeah. the last shot of the year. Uh, fitting in all that, a lot of times we talk about, you know, what you're going to miss with seniors, what, you know, what the program can't recover. We've talked about that a little bit throughout the week, throughout the broadcast uh, and the podcast. But talk about the reverberations. What, what does this group leave behind mm. and, and how they've impacted and how does that affect what is going to be Fresno Pacific women's basketball moving forward? Yeah, there's voids to fill, right? Every year there's, a, there's voids to fill. There's also a reestablishment of culture, right? If you add one or lose one, your culture completely changes. You're naive if you think that you can run back the same uh, culture without reestablishing it at the beginning. And so... Uh, the first thing I think about as you're, as you're kind of laying that out is we've got some really, really big voids that we're going to have to fill, right? Other people are going to have to get out of their comfort zone and be challenged. How, how Somebody has to fill some of the things that Lindsay did. Not exactly how she did it, but authentically how they would do some of those things, right? And so it'll look different. It'll feel different, which is a good thing, right? Because no year should feel the exact same. Right. So... We've got work to do, really, and, and we're looking at our roster of returners and going, okay, what shoes can they fill, and how can they do it in the most authentic way for them to not feel like they're fraudulent in their approach, but we have to hit some of those same things. Some of the things that Lindsay did for us has to be taken by somebody else. 
some of the things that Rachel did and Fella did and Sada did have to be taken by someone else. Um, and that's on the court and off the court, right? Us as coaches trying to figure out how do we fill in some of those gaps left as it was, as, as a basketball player, mm-hmm. right? Um, but even more important, a lot of those things off the court. And so we, we've got our work cut out for us. If you don't lose four like that and just keep carrying on. And, and so I'm expecting some good speed bumps, right? Um, I'm expecting some, some fun, uh, challenging but fun uh, processes to try to figure out how do we find our footing for what next year's team's identity is knowing we need some of the same carryovers year to year culture wise but that it's going to be way different and so when you look at those four the thing i always tell seniors uh, especially of their caliber is your fingerprints will be on this program forever for eternity there's no wiping it clean and now and now starting fresh. Your fingerprints are there. It's just going to look a little different. It's going to feel a little different. And, and that's a big challenge to try to figure out how do we reestablish some norms and let it be a little different because new people will have hands on the steering wheel and mm-hmm. it'll be led differently and it'll be a different group that's in charge of steering the bus, but we're still going in the same direction, yeah. right? So... Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's certainly exciting. Uh, we we've talked about this so many wins this year, uh, and in ways that I don't think everybody can always see. Uh, but I think the ways that that people traditionally count on you have to see that that the 23 portion of the schedule was excellent, right? Yeah. And and to weather what you guys weathered in the fall into November, uh, the finish was fantastic. It was fun to be a part of. I know you guys had a lot of good stories. We kind of alluded to one of the inside jokes, yeah. um, but uh, really, really cool year it, when when you think about it in the big picture. Sure, right? yeah, it's tough. You know, you and I were talking before we would put the headsets on. At this level of athletics, wins and losses carry a lot of weight outside of our inner circle. Yeah, right. And, and that's really a slippery slope because comparison is the thief of joy. Amen. And it's really, really tough when not everybody gets it. Not everybody gets what it is on the day-to-day basis. And so, like, just successes versus failures, right? So somebody looks at a, at a college basketball program and they look at their schedule and to determine if they were successful right. or if they were failures, right? right? We get done with a game. And, and however long it is between that game and the next game, we either feel like successes or failures, yeah. right? Not a lot of professions are like that. Hey, 30 times yeah. a year, you're going to feel like a loser yeah. for a couple of days, right? Or you're going to feel like a winner on top of the world. And so that's really, really tough, especially with young people who look around and not everybody gets it, what yeah. they're doing. Not everybody gets the, the myriad of successes that we had this year and a lot of programs had this year without looking at the wins and loss program or uh, wins or loss columns, right. but just understanding that like the biggest successes don't have nothing to do with the game. Well, as I say, what do you, what percentage do you always tell me is of your job is basketball? During season, maybe 10%, right? Maybe, <laughs> maybe 15, 20%. But like overall throughout 365 days, it's like 10% or less, yeah. right? And, and, and I'm, not, I'm not expecting people to understand that. Yeah. Like, we, like even my wife might not fully understand what it is what we do. Yeah. Parents in our program won't fully understand what it is that we do, but it's 20, 30 years from now, things being played out. Pillars that are created during these years and, 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 and many times it's the failures that you go through that are preparing you to be successful in other things anyways, right? So like you have to have some of those yeah. failures. And sometimes they're losses in a basketball game and sometimes they're relationship issues or mental health issues or, or different things. Those battles and those successes, that, that's establishing, you know, for me, why I love doing what I'm doing because we're establishing someone projected out 20, 30 years, maybe how they are parenting their child that's going through mm-hmm. some adversity like they did. That's not always easy to see in the moment. For sure. But when you see that played out, you know, I've been coaching for 18 years now. Jeez. Uh, oh, yeah, we're old, man. 
Yeah, I had a re- I have I have recruits coming in next year that were born on my first year of coaching college basketball. So nice. th- it's putting some things in perspective yeah. for me. Um, but you see things played out, and you realize that the cornerstones, the pillars that are created as a college athlete, right? That those things sometimes don't come to fruition, or you don't see the the results of that the uh, the fruits of that labor for 10, 15, 20 years. But I find solace in knowing that the seeds are planted. For sure. Right? Maybe I don't get to water the, the, the plant. Maybe I don't get to see it bloom. But I know that the ups and the downs that we go through and the ups and the downs that we went through this year uh, establish some really, really cool things in, in our group of young women this year that they'll, they'll be able to tap into for, for years to come. And so it, it's, a, it's an interesting profession that we work in. For sure. Um, and I think trying to keep perspective and, and really trying to remind myself and my staff that, that that is the most important thing, right? Showing up every day, being consistent, and, and, and helping through the ups and downs, I think, is the most important aspect of what we do. That consistency, that there's worth. Yeah. There is worth, especially in young women. There is worth in you every single day. Your worthiness does not decline if you shoot the ball bad on a night right? And your worth doesn't, in, doesn't increase if you shot the ball well on yeah. any given night. Your worth is your worth, yeah. and it is valuable. And every single day, this basketball game doesn't take or add to your worth. Your worthiness is that you are, uh, uh, as we would say in our program, a lioness every single day on a dream chase. Hmm. So don't flinch, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's a lot to that, but yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, as you can see, I'm a little sporadically passionate about it <laughs> no and I, and I think that, that that's great and the, the thing that I hit you know you talked about your 18 years I've been broadcasting been working with teams for 15 years probably worked with I don't know over 100 teams but I say that in the context of there, there's two teams the first team I worked with and one last year that they talked about how it was such a unique bond with, within their team, and they went on to compete for championships and, and win a ring, and so much of that worth was drawn from that, right? Yeah. This team, I wasn't even, you know, the, the primary media contact for you at the beginning of the year, even, even though I came in, and, and to, to have the impact as a peripheral person within the department and, and the impact of every player, every every member of the coaching staff, the personal relationships, right? Everything you've said, I can attest to personally of feeling the impact of that, feeling the unique relationships of that. And so we've talked about wins and losses. I, I think that that's a major win to have the same impact and, and to have your players say the same things that those championship teams did, right? To evaluate that through the success you guys had at the end of the year, but the successes that people don't necessarily count in the wins and loss column. Um, that's pretty unique, pretty impactful, and it was pretty pretty fun ride to be a part of. That, that means a lot. I appreciate that, and I think you know, as you're saying that, I'm just thinking of probably the line we use the most with our team this entire year through the ups and downs is it's not about perfection; it's about connection. Hmm. We, we're not we're never going to be perfect, but can we stay connected with one another? Because that's the most important thing. And so, yeah, I really appreciate that. And you know, we kind of bubble up throughout the season and and work in our silo and try yeah. to kind of just truck through. And, and yeah, like I told you at the beginning, this next week or two, I'll, I'll have time to reflect a little bit on uh, some of the things from this season, but, but I, I, I certainly enjoyed it. Well, I appreciate the time. Uh, it was a fun ride to be a part of. Head Coach Tim Beauregard, thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up. We've been talking for a while, so we're going to tell you what's on the menu this week, sponsored by Pacific Fried Chicken. And uh, then we're going to get you on your way. This is Sunbird Sound Off, presented by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frowsey. Graphics Fresno, the success of your business is your biggest priority and ours as well. Alpha Graphics Fresno is a locally owned creative company offering custom print, design, signs, and marketing solutions. Almost anything that's awesome. We truly care about product quality, customer satisfaction, and establishing long-term partnerships with our clients. Visit us at 3950 North Chestnut Diagonal Suite 107 or give us a call today at 559-476-2900. Connect with Alpha Graphics and be awesome. 
every team needs a player that can be trusted to go beyond the box score. When it comes to insurance, you need an agent that you can trust with life, health, and business insurance, as well as home and auto. Sheila Frowsing, a member of the Sunbird family, a women's basketball alum, and farmer's insurance agent, is that person to put your trust in. Sheila specializes in all of your insurance needs, going beyond the basics and providing service that will exceed your expectations. Farmer's insurance agent, Sheila Frowsing, 559-221-5160. Welcome back to the Sunbird Sound Off, brought to you by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frowsy, women's basketball alum and Farmers Insurance Agent. She's the local insurance agent you can trust. Going beyond the basics, Sheila can help identify the coverage that you need while providing service that exceeds your expectations. Give Sheila a call at 559-221-5160. It was supposed to be a really busy week. It just turned out to be moderately so for FPU Athletics with Brianna Green competing at the Chico Multi-Event Classic, both basketball teams in action for two games, and water polo. So that limited a bit of uh, all the, the teams that we were supposed to have, all the athletes we were supposed to have in action, but our Alpha Graphics Players of the Week. Brianna Green wins it on the women's side, won the heptathlon with the ninth best uh, heptathlon score in FPU women's history uh, in track and field, 4,310 points, won all the running events and the javelin, and then ended up cruising to the win. So she gets the uh, Alpha Graphics Student Athlete Women's Award for the week. And then on the men's side, we're going to go uh, with Darren Person Jr. for the final time in his career, 18 points, 8 rebounds to the win over Holy Names. A fitting send-off for the senior who was fantastic for FPU over the course of his career. And uh, we'll get the nod there. A lot of options, especially on the women's side this week, despite all the cancellations. That was a point I was trying to make earlier. Tatum Benson had a great week. Uh, the the four women's basketball seniors also had a great week. Uh, but I think you win a heptathlon. Uh, and then uh, the men's side, the men's basketball team, Uh, certainly getting to end the season on a high note. So our Student Athletes of the Week, congratulations to Brianna Green and Darren Person Jr. Alpha Graphics is a proud sponsor of FPU Athletics. Uh, Alpha Graphics of Fresno is a locally owned creative company offering custom print, design, signs, and marketing solutions. Almost anything that's awesome. Connect with Alpha Graphics today and be awesome. Uh, Just wrapping up what's on tap with our menu presented by Pacific Fried Chicken, and the track and field team is expected to be in action at the Kim Dust Invite at Sonoma State. That begins this Friday, March 3rd, a fairly calm week, but a busy weekend. I believe it is midterm, so that makes a lot of sense. Next week, spring break for our student-athletes. And then women's water polo, mentioned earlier, they're going to be down at Laverne for four more games, some tough ones, as they're going to play at Laverne at 12.30 on Friday. They play the University of Pacific on Saturday, and then they're going to play Grove City Saturday morning and Villanova Saturday afternoon. So tough stretch of games for them, uh, but we have some home baseball this weekend, and that will be... Fresno Pacific hosting a Holy Names team that's off to a 7-3 and three start. Uh, and so some challenges there. Sunbirds 5-6 and six on the season entering that. Doubleheaders on Friday and Saturday. Friday's games will start at 2 p.m. Uh, play a 9 and a 7. And then Saturday, uh, actually I believe it might be two nines. Uh, and then Saturday will be uh, at 12 and 2 are the scheduled games. Uh, with that last one being a seven-inning ball game, so invite you out to the FPU Diamond for that, uh, as that will be the weekend. So, really concentrated into Friday and Saturday. One thing I, I did fail to mention early on that uh, is a, a big deal: Jan Bielecki on the swim team. So, sw- winter season is not quite done yet. Don't put uh, wrap that up yet. Don't put a bow on the season. That, Jan's going to look to do that in Indianapolis next week as he's headed to the NCAA Division II Nationals, qualified 
in the 100 fly, and he's going to get to swim in three events, I believe, beginning on Wednesday, March 8th. So good luck to Jan, who will head out there. We'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more on Monday. And a, a special thing on Monday as well. I'll be back next week again filling in for Eric Bentley uh, with the president of Fresno Pacific, Andre Stevens. Dr. Andre Stevens is uh, going to be having his inauguration coming up at the end of the month. We have some special things planned in athletics, including uh, the ceremonial first pitch on March 31st after the inauguration in the Special Events Center in the morning. And that will uh, preclude a double header on that Friday as well. So we're looking forward to that. And we're going to sit down next week with Dr. Stevens, talk about his love of sports, uh, what's going on uh, at FPU as well, um, and just get some great conversation with him. So I'll be back next week for that as well. Appreciate you tuning in for anything else. Sunbird Athletics invites you to visit fpuathletics.com. Check out our social media pages. Uh, on behalf of the Fresno Pacific Athletic Department, I'm Tim Sack. We'll talk to you next week on the Sunbird Sound Off. This is Sunbird Sound Off, presented by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frousey. Whether it's home, auto, renters, or business, for the insurance that best fits your needs, call Sheila Frousey at 559-221-5160. Stay up to date with the Sunbirds at fpuathletics.com and on social media at FPU Sunbirds.